From the Chattanooga Area Chamber of Commerce, I'm Jeremy Henderson, and this is Chattanooga Works. If you work in economic development long enough, you get used to hearing the term brain drain. It's a simple concept. If young people can't see a place for themselves in our city's future, they'll leave, and our bright future becomes someone else's. In Chattanooga, this is a particular concern among minority communities. It's easy to overlook people, especially when those people are used to being overlooked. That's why the office of Mayor Andy Burke partnered with the Chamber and the Urban League to create the Stiles L. Hutchins Fellowship. Named for the African-American lawyer who defended Ed Johnson in a horrific chapter of Chattanooga's history, the fellowship brings together a group of young, talented college students of color to create a plan. A plan for keeping people just like themselves from leaving the city as soon as they graduate. I am here today with Marquise Tate, Kadisha Gordon, and Ryan McDowell, the uh, Styles L. Hutchins Fellows, um, who've been working on a pretty big project um, for the past, how many months has it been? Three months. Three. Three, three or four months now. Very quick turnaround. Um, so could you guys tell us a little bit about what the Styles L. Hutchins Fellowship is? So Styles L. Hutchins Fellowship is a fellowship out of the office of Mayor Andy Burke with the city of Chattanooga. We also partner with the Chamber of Commerce as well as the Urban League of Greater Chattanooga. And in a nutshell, our mission is to make Chattanooga a place where diverse talent can live, work, and thrive. And so we're working to see how we can attract and retain black talent in Chattanooga. So you all were part of the first cohort that was selected specifically to help solve that problem. Yes. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about what that looked like? So cohort one, our focus, our main focus was to begin the preliminary research and cohort two, which will begin in the spring of 2020, hence it will begin shortly, will be focusing on implementation. So we began by, like I said, focusing on preliminary research, scholarly articles, um, administering a student perspective survey to the UTC student body via email, and also uh, focusing on implementing a focus group for black juniors and seniors at UTC. And we also focused on three cultural benchmark cities, and those cities were... Uh, our three cultural benchmark cities were Atlanta, Georgia, Charlotte, North Carolina, and Houston, Texas. And we chose these three cities based off the way that they attracted and retained minority and millennial talent. And we wanted to gauge the metrics used on how they became so successful to figure out how to implement some of those programs and initiatives in Chattanooga so we can be on track to one day reach that success as well. Okay. So what what were some of the strategies they were using that jumped out to you all that you wanted to emulate? So we looked at a few different factors. Um, most of them included quality of life. So some of the things or themes that we found amongst all, all of these cities is that um, they each had historically black colleges and universities. So that uh, attributed to how they were able to attract and keep so much talent there because people are going to school there. They're staying there. Um, they have professional sports teams. Who doesn't want to be in a city with a big professional sports team? I mean, come on. And then, um, you know, job opportunities, the ability to make a lot of money and get a job fast. Sure. So so you all are obviously clearly in the cohort that you're trying to retain. Yes. So spe- speaking from a personal perspective, you've gone through this fellowship now. How do you see this issue affecting you personally? What what what, what is it that you think pushes people away? And what what would make you personally want to stay here? 
Um, so I can speak from my experience sure. personally. Uh, when I first came to UTC a few years ago, I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee. So I came here and it was a complete culture shock. Uh, not seeing a lot of black people who had access to a lot of the um, political power or people who weren't really influencing business. It was kind of hard for me to figure out what my place would be in the Chattanooga community. So after you know having the chance to participate in this fellowship, I got a peek behind the curtains to see how like the business and local politics engaged, and I got to see the the leaders who kind of were the the shakers and movers of the city. And I understood that you know it was a lot more black people who had more access to uh, information, a lot of more uh, I guess black professionals who were out here you know making change in the community. I just wasn't seeing it initially directly on the campus. So figuring out how to increase that invi- uh, that visibility for black professionals and showing students at the university that you know there are people of color in the in the city that are making changes and that are you know, actually pouring into the community is what's really important. So prior to me having this fellowship, I did have a lot of negative outlooks on Chattanooga, and I initially didn't really see myself staying here in the long run. But after having the opportunity to connect with different people and figuring out what my purpose was in the city at large, I I feel as though I have the tools necessary to, you know, pour into the community and actually make some effective change moving forward. Awesome. Similar experiences for you too? Yes. So I have a a unique uh, perspective on this because I'm the only uh, fellow who is actually from Chattanooga. Initially, I started my college career off at UTK, and then I was able to transfer back home. But, you know, a lot of my friends, they go off to school and they don't come back home. So that's personal for me if I'm here and then all of my friends are leaving the city and they don't feel that they have a reason to come back. Um, A lot of them say there's nothing there for me. There's nothing there for me to do. So these are are things that I want to address because, like I said, I want my friends around to be here, you know, to come back and to to share the city with and for them to know, like, this is your city. So you you make it what you want it to be. Taking a little bit of ownership. Yeah. Okay. And uh, speaking a little bit on our findings, after our preliminary research, we narrowed down uh, four factors that are perceived barriers for black students to live and thrive in Chattanooga and really any city, any city in America. Um, those four factors would be belonging, representation, social and cultural inclusion. The second category would be student socioeconomic background. The third being professional networks and career opportunities. And the fourth being professional mentorship. So um, the first factor, like I said, belonging, kind of touches on what um, Khadija was just saying, a sense of belonging in the city. And what this means to me these four categories mean to me are that we have to succeed here in Chattanooga. I do plan on staying in Chattanooga. And when I came to UTC from Knoxville, I didn't go to UTK. No no shade to UTK. But <laughs> I go didn't balls. go to UTC. I mean, I did go to UTC because I believe in Chattanooga. I want to succeed here. Succeeding in this fellowship and creating Chattanooga as a city where black students can live and thrive would mean not only that I could live and thrive here, but that generations of black students that come after me, not only black UTC students, but students from other other cities might come to the city. And if I'm gonna be living here, which I plan to be living here for a long time, I definitely want this to be a city where black students like myself can live and thrive. Awesome. So you all mentioned, one of your um, initial pieces of work was a, a survey, um, and you got some interesting results back from that? Uh, yes, we did. So we conducted a survey at the university in conjunction with the Black Student Alliance and SGA in order to administer it to the full student body. Um, out of the 10,000 students on campus, we received 205 responses back in our five-day period of canvassing on campus and trying to pull students. Mind you, it was exam week, so we tried our best to kind of gauge those who are still out on campus and still participating in the day-to-day activities. Mm-hmm. But um, out of those 205, we did get a 33% uh, black, black rate of um, response from the black student body. 
and um, 60% of those, of that 33% were upperclassmen. So getting their opinions and understanding what limitations they felt they had as students was what, what, what was the driving factor for our research. Um, during the time of our research, the student body at UTC was approximately 10% of the total population. So we had about 1,000 black students. So we tried to stay on par with that, that metric to kind of fully, fully gauge and understand what they dealt with as, um, as individuals. So that took us into our survey. Out of the 22 questions that we um, had administered to the university, we pulled out five that were kind of like the big, uh, the big fact driving factors in our research moving forward. Um, the first question was um, we spoke to the students and asked them the top two factors that would influence them choosing to live in Chattanooga post-graduation. And um, the black students said that job opportunities, um, cultural and social activities, and affordable housing options is what they were looking for post-graduation in order for them to start their lives moving forward, whereas the Hispanic and um, Caucasian population felt as though um, job opportunities was their main goal. And I think it's important to put these data points into perspective. So with what Marquise was just saying, he said that um, black students identify jobs, cultural and social activities, and affordable housing as the top three factors of choosing the city that they want to stay in. Sure. So it may be perceived, I mean, even if you know, Chattanooga does have job opportunities here and there may be a plethora of them, but the perception among black students specifically is that there aren't good job opportunities here. And then not only are there not good job opportunities here, again, as I said before, there's not anything to do that I'm attracted to entertainment wise. And then on top of that, you know, where is the affordable housing here? So, um, you know, and then once again, there may be affordable housing in Chattanooga, but you know, if you're a student and you go to school downtown, UTC is downtown. So downtown is what you're most likely, the area that you're looking in if you're thinking about moving off campus or when you graduate. So that may be the area that you're looking in and you're seeing, you know, the cost of living in these areas is a little discouraging um, for, for them. And then, so we found that with our cultural benchmark cities that even though the cost of living may be a little higher you know, black graduates or, or graduates, millennials are willing to sacrifice paying a little more to have a little more, meaning paying a little more to live, you know, if they have that, those social attractions that they seek out, or if they have those jobs, you know, that they're seeking out. So it's a give and take. So in order to also gauge like the overall perceptions of like the students, um, we decided to ask them what were the top three words that came to mind when, you know, asked about Chattanooga. And amongst all three demographics of black, white, and Hispanic students, friendly was the number one answer choice from all of them. But after that first answer's choice, you know, it's a lot of discrepancies in between the different demographics. And the white and Hispanic students felt as though that the city was uh, both friendly, thriving, innovative, and affordable. Whereas with the black students, they felt as though the city was a, uh, was a friendly, uh, friendly environment. However, they viewed it as being divided and inequitable. So that shows you the perspective barriers that people have and the way that they approach different opportunities. So figuring out how to like, Tear, the, tear down those barriers and figure out how to change those perceptions. It was really important to get students who want to stick around and participate in the growth of the city. So a tell of two cities here, mm -hmm. really. You, you've yes, got, it may be the same place, but it's being perceived wildly differently between different communities. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Very impressive, all of you guys, and really impressive work that you put together here. Thank you for uh, coming on and being with us today. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you for having us.
That'll do it for today. See you in a couple of weeks when we'll be getting real about the new laws surrounding Real ID in Tennessee. Trust me, if you're planning to board a domestic flight in the future, you don't want to miss this one. Until then, work at Chattanooga. Chattanooga.